welcome to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a man who has more bars than Fort Knox. My friend Jay, what's up, man? How are you? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> so tell people a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, um, I'm Jay, master of, uh, what do they call it? Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, I'm man. just a creative person, and um. Uh, yeah, man, I'm Jay, man. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not just Jay, man. You are, in fact, the Jay Bars. So yeah. let's get into that. How long you been going by that name? Um, uh, Now, at this point, I think it might be close to 10 years. 10 years? Yeah, 10 Woo! years. Um, firstly, originally, I went by uh, Ace, which I don't know why. It was just Ace. I used to like Grandmaster Ace, I think it was, back in the day. That was my first rap tape. And uh-huh. it was Ace for a while. And then I switched it to Jay Bars because when I used to rap, cats would be like, yo, you know, Jay got bars. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, Jay Bars. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the name, the way it's spelled and all that came from like what my name was supposed to be and all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I so got Jay, you, man. Jay Bars, I got Jay, you. Jay Bars. <laughs> J-Bars. Well, I told my wife about it. She's like, oh, that's clever. I like that. I was like, yeah, that's clever. I like that a lot. So how long have you been making music? Uh, since the lunchroom tables, yeah. really. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, then it was hard to record, so we wouldn't, um, for one second, piccolo as a pickle. Yeah. But that's on the wall for people that can't see it. I just took a glance at it. But, um, yeah, it's been since the lunchroom tables. It was... Uh, we started off just writing rhymes. We'd rap about things in a room, and then it just took it further. And um, it's just been the ride ever since. Uh, I started mostly in arts and writing like short stories and comic books, and so writing is my thing. Mm-hmm. So rapping just happens to be a structure of poetry that's just dope. True story, right? Yeah. And I'm going on a rant here, You're but good. true story. Um, I hate poetry. I hated poetry coming <laughs> up, right? I had a couple poetry books my mom's bought me because I'm into reading. And I read the poetry books, and they was like, you know, every word matters. Mm. So it's the way they built the structure. And I'd be like, all right, so I'm not doing all this research. And then I rap <laughs> and do the exact same thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's how that came about. Do you have an appreciation for poetry now, man? <laughs> yes, I yeah. do. I do. A strong appreciation. Miles was right, man. <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. <laughs> so what inspired you to start actually turning the lunchroom stuff into something more you were just like i got this <laughs> uh yeah well yeah and it just became a ride like uh so we met a guy uh, he had fruity loops uh me and my best friend at the time well still my best friend but we um we met this guy he had fruity loops a recording program we never heard about it and we started doing it and it just was fun and then it started to gain traction mm-hmm. right we was just rapping for us and then it built to more yeah and then when it built to more um Funny thing is, things started to matter. Mm. So, like, it was a time where you, I was just rapping to put words together and rapping because it's fun and just to tell these little stories. And then you start to see the infect, effect that has on people that's listening. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, oh, great great power, great responsibility type yeah, 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 yeah. So that's when um, I took it more serious and took it to a level where I felt like, nah, you got to... It don't matter if it's one million person people watching or one person watching. You have to be intentional and do it the way your heart tells you to do it. Type oh, yeah, man. I like that. I like that. That's not just like, oh, I just like to rap. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, no, no, no. I have a purpose. That's super cool, man. That's super cool. So, like, what all goes into, what like, when you're going to making music, like, what all goes into that? You have, like, notebooks and notebooks. You got just, like, a PDF you're just rocking all the time, man. Nah, it's on nah. your phone. <laughs> I'm old school. Old school, old school. Definitely the um notebook. But I don't like the notebook because my brain moves faster than my my brain moves faster than my pen. So my and my brain won't keep it. So like we can come up and freestyle and I forgot everything I just said (laughs) the second I said it. So then like even if I'm writing like or I'm just coming up with something in the booth, like recording it, I forgot it. Like I I forgot the way I wanted to word it. So Mm -hmm. I said the words in a weird way. I said the sentence and it was like, no. I has to be here. Back to the poetry thing. Yeah. Like, this sentence doesn't make the same sense without this word. Yeah. So, I got you, man. Yeah. Okay. I, that intentionalness, man. Yeah. That, that's, that's pretty cool. So you just, what, blank out? Like, you go in the booth and you just, like, shut it down. And you come out and be like, well, I hope that was good. And everybody look at you like, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, like, yeah. So ever since then, I just, I write. Um, I like to write about perspectives. Mm-hmm. Perspectives is um, good. So we all been through everything. Nothing's new under the sun. You can draw from so many positions without being totally negative mm-hmm. or totally positive. Like if it's got to be negative, then it's negative. Mm-hmm. And then we rocking with it, we get it from different perspectives. So when I usually rap, 
I'll have both sides of the spectrum going. So it's like, hmm, let me give a good example. It's like, let's take a relationship, for example. We've all been in positions where in a relationship, it was great for the other person, not so great for us. Yeah. But then also, we've been in relationships where it's great for us, not so great for the other person. Mm. These perspectives you can use in a song and touch different ideas and even like go into yourself go into concepts not philosophy but kind of philosophy yeah like you can go into it and you can dive in it's fun i got you man that's super cool so you got like a bunch of crazy equipment like at your place or what we got um i um, i work out of a studio well i have my own studio too um off of man my man's he, he know it by heart like he says it like it's a quote but uh it's off of forest drive i know that but it's by Little CCs. I can see Little CCs from a parking lot. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's where I usually record out of. I got a system set up at the house too, and mm. um, I also got a set up in uh, my man's studio. So yeah, I work in right, a couple you. studios. So do you do every part of it? You do the writing, you do the recording, you do the mixing, you do everything. I do, um, but I do, but it's a team. Yeah. It's, it's a team. It's um, I'm good at hip hop. Like we talking just beats, bars, and rap. Oh, yeah. I can mix and get that sounding pristine. Yeah. We talking like melody harmony. Nah, I send that to my man. <laughs> ASAP. Like, yo, yo, make me sound good. This yeah. is horrible right now. Make this sound amazing. <laughs> Do you ever perform songs that you don't write? No. Yeah. I usually no. Um I don't do really do covers. Mm-hmm. Um I might might take a beat and yeah. then I still won't perform it. I'll perform original track. I will. Uh, I just enjoy performing original tracks. It's just because um, I've got the people there and I want to give them my mind. Yeah. If I'm if I'm gonna do it. But as far as on the internet, oh heck yeah, man! I grab somebody beating a heartbeat. Hey, what's up, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. Well, like on average, how long does it take for you to like make one like solid piece of music? Um, it depends. Yeah, it it depends. I actually uh I heard uh uh, uh Harold on here. Yeah, and he was talking about it too. And it, and this I agree with that. It it definitely depends because sometimes I get a song and there's something on my heart or something on my mind and boom, I got it. I wrote it. We done in ten minutes, twenty yeah. minutes. You know? <laughs> and then sometimes I get a beat where it's like uh I don't know what to say. Um, I'm gonna need some time on this. And then sometimes I get a track where it's like I can write to this, but this needs more. Mm-hmm. Like actually the other day we um yesterday actually yesterday night we was writing a song and the hook was good. But uh and I had a verse ready for if we wanted to just jump in the booth, but I was like I really like I have that verse ready cuz it's not necessarily my song. So mm-hmm. I have that verse ready if they like yo we just going. But if they give me time I wanted to like think about what I want to say cuz the hook was so deep like you can go it's so more much more you can go ooh, go into with that um level of that hook. Yeah. Like, it was so much thought process that can go into that. Or we could just do the layers. Yeah. Do the levels. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what's the longest you've spent, like, on one song? Like, you said you could bust one out. Like, you know, sometimes nothing. The but... shortest time was, what, 10, 20 minutes? Yeah. That's writing and recording. I wrote it and recorded it as I wrote it. <laughs> um, and then the longest time was two months. And it's my, it's on my, the song is actually on my upcoming album. Mm-hmm. And, um... I really like that song. It's yeah. a really deep song. It, I wrote the hook immediately. I got I, I wrote the hook and then I bought the beat like immediately. Yeah. And then um I wrote the first verse one month. And then the next month I wrote half of the second verse. And then the last month I wrote the end of it. But that was one of those songs where I had to really think about life in and of itself to do it. It's called the song is called Midnight. And the idea of the song is is it's kind of like what we were talking about before the show started. It's like you being in this space that isn't this space. So the hook goes, the clock strikes midnight and you can't sleep. Then it's half past one. Then it's a quarter to three and you all dressed up but ain't got nowhere to be trying to escape your mind. But baby, you can't leave. And so the idea of that is like the world you in and of itself is, is just got you stuck. Like we can talk about, so it starts off with, not talking about politics, mm. but it talks about like being stuck at a job or watching like the world just go in the way it goes, and there's literally nothing you can do about it. Then it goes from that into the drive of like what what makes you feel accepted, what what makes you feel welcomed. Then it goes into like how can you complain when there's really people going through real stuff? Your problem ain't that huge. Yeah, yeah. And like that's the I that's where the song took place, and it just goes on that 
that thing. I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, man. Definitely. That sounds that sounds good, man. <laughs> that sounds really good. So like you uh so do you think the putting in that extra effort like really helps the songs go through or do you think like sometimes, you know, that 20 minute you writing it literally, you know, the, the ink's still wet and recording it, it could be just as good. I think um I think it's not me and it doesn't matter what I think. Like that's what I feel like. Like it's not me and it doesn't matter what I think. Would yeah. it when it will work, it will definitely work. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. But um I remember um when I used to listen to music and I still do it to this day. Like there's records I would play and then there's pre- records I would listen to and mm. I'd be like, That's me. Yeah. That's and I like to like I know how those records made me feel. Mm. And so if the world doesn't get it, that's fine. But if I could get one person to just yeah. be like yeah, y- yes, that's what I that's what I was trying to tell people. Yeah, like that's it's like if you ever get like a song that comes up and you just play that song and you just keep playing that song, yeah. and playing that song. That happened to me at work. A couple, actually, from the <laughs> artist that I'm gonna do something at the end with. Um, but that I heard that song one time and I swear I was there for ten hours and I heard that song for ten hours. I just kept repeating it. There was something about it. It was so perfect that it hit me. And I was just like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. every word like you. So I get that. I get that. I like that you're at least striving for something like that because you know everybody has these records they just put on. I got records all the time that I just feel like, yeah that's that's just my background music or whatever. But then like if I'm trying to like cry, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm trying to be like hyped up or something like. Each one is different. Music's so powerful. I, I rant about this like seems like every damn show. <laughs> the music's so powerful to me. You know, I'll, I'll hear it now. It'll completely change my outlook on the day entirely. And it's just, ah, uh, it's magical. It's yeah, absolutely it, magical. Most definitely. <laughs> you know, actually, you, you brought up Harold and I asked him this question as well. Because this is something that I think about all the time. Um, but like, how can you tell if any of it's good? Like, I do this and I think it's okay. But like, how can you tell? Like, do you let other people listen to it? Do you just have to go with your gut? Like, what if your gut's wrong? Like, what if I'm putting out garbage every day? You know what I mean? Like, and people just being nice to Josh. <laughs> okay, you know what? And and that is the scariest part, especially about, I feel like, and not saying nobody else goes through this, because you probably go through this, you. But one thing when I do it is, like, I try to branch off into this area. So it's definitely, a lot of times, what I'm trying to do is not new. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel, but it's definitely a different kind of wheel. Yeah. And it's scary to have to put out sometimes. Like, I'd be like, oh, my God, I don't they're not gonna get this and then <laughs> something deep in me gets brave and be like what did you talk about it doesn't matter if they get it you get it your tribe will get it somebody out there will get it so now we break it down to the other side of my hat is it sound good mm. did you do your levels right Is the beat structure correct as long as those things are legit yeah all that other stuff don't matter don't matter gotcha. the art is the art and that's what it is but if you're drawing or if you're painting if you're building mm-hmm. is the nails right we yeah. built the building is the nails right it, it don't matter if people like the building at this point that's the art yeah but will it stand <laughs> and that's what matters. i got gotcha. you i like that man i like that a lot you know just different perspective on it you know what i mean <laughs> so like how prolific are you like how much have you put out like how many albums we got just floating out in the ether uh how much have i put out Ooh, three no no two two one <laughs> two, three technically. Yeah. One before internet became the internet it is today. Yeah. And then two after that. Um, but I put out songs all the time. So there's a bunch of tracks on YouTube. There's a bunch of tracks on um on um Spotify, you know, iTunes. Oh, check me out, by the way. Yeah. Um it's it's all over there. Um I do songs with people all over the place. Um I got some songs. I'm actually working on a project right now with some cats in New York and South Carolina and North Carolina. Um, hip hop group, uh, the Gen Docs, and um, that's what we call ourselves the Gen Docs, and then another hip hop group, the Unfatables. I think they're out of New York too, but also somewhere Seattle. I think Seattle. Uh, One of them's from Seattle. So are you working with these people that are all over just the power of the internet nowadays, man? You just record it and send it to them. Uh, power of the internet and the power of people. Mm. Power of people gets you like uh, change the game. So I met one guy. And we were work. We were working. He knew another guy who knew another guy who yeah. knew another guy. And it's like, <laughs> hey, everybody, now we're a gang. Like, how's it going? <laughs> so, um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Which is how much you had out there. That's mm. always the original question. Yeah. Was. So, like, um, yeah, it's a bunch out there. Um, and I keep putting more stuff every day. I try to uh, put out a, um, not every day, but every year I try to put out at least four songs. So even if I don't drop my album, I'll still put out like four songs that's of my own, and um and that's me being lazy, um because <laughs> honestly, honestly <laughs> that's me being lazy because I have like 
this album I'm about to put out been done since last year. So I'm on my fourth album and that's completely recorded. So why don't you just... Well, I will starting this one, but this one... So my first project was called Drown and that had to be a certain way because mm. I was breaking away from ideas and ideologies that didn't exist. Mm. And so... And and exactly that. Like, oh, you have to do it this way or you have to make sure it's promoted this way. And then it's like, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have to do none of those things. <laughs> so I broke away from that idea. And then this project, I was working while I was doing that project. And it was a complete thought. It's called the song. The title is Conversations with Strangers. Mm. And so it's what I learned through Conversations with Strangers. Like, that is just... It's an amazing adventure. Like, like yeah, how your podcast I know is. all about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> It'll change your perspective. The world is way bigger than you think it is. And everything matters and nothing matters at the exact same time. Yeah. So, and you just got to take that time to talk to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this show is opening me up. I don't even know how many episodes I got. Like, 60 some odd episodes, right? And it's just like, all these people I did not know before <laughs> I started. And I would not have known, like, as well as I do now. Some of them are friends and stuff like that. But it's just... Like, sitting down and talking to him with an hour, I always tell him, and I introduce everyone that comes on the show as my friend. Because I figure by the time we're done for talking to each other for an hour, if we're not friends, you either hate me or whatever, but I, I'm opening myself up to be your friend. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? We're officially friends. Yeah, officially uh, friends. <laughs> but what's, like, the distribution like? Like, you said you were trying to break away from, like, the, the old model. Like, what do you, how are you getting your stuff out there? Well, um, so distribution... It's technical. You can do it the technical way. You uh-huh. can do it where, you know, you get YouTube ads and boost your charts. It's a bunch of different ways to do it. Yeah. Um, What's so the J way? The J way is authenticity. Yeah. So um, I will tell, like, a client all the ways to market and promote their things. And I'm not saying I'm, like, 100% right, but I got a pretty good, you know, I, I built a couple brands. I, I, I got an idea of it. I went to school for it, yeah. so I know it a lot. Um, but will I do that for myself? No, because <laughs> it ain't authentically me. Yeah. Like, and I, is that okay? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cause business works as business does work, but to put a brand out or to speak or to do poetry, I don't know. It's just, it's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah. So, um, my way is to put it out. Um, I, I would pay for advertisement, but that's paying for advertisement. Um, but to just like bombard people or stuff like that i don't think i got that hunger and i don't Mm. think i'm that significant in this world Mm. like i think it's dope i want you to listen to it but i don't want to invade your life like yeah you know oh man i'll tell you what i when i say that sounds like the same exact conversation i have all the time with myself (laughs) just like because like it's it's the same thing it's the same exact thing that i go through with the show i love it i love every second that i do of it does that do I think it actually matters? Absolutely not. You know, I just I want to keep doing it. I would like more people to enjoy it, but I would never want to be that person that is just beating you down. And be like, hey, you should listen to this. Hey, you know, same thing with like ads and stuff. People are like, oh, you need to put ads and you start getting revenue and stuff. Like, yeah, that's all great, but like, okay, is that's gonna change who I am? Because if I'm if I'm like trying to like sell you like pills for your dick or whatever yeah. like, that's not who josh is yeah. josh just wants to get across how cool you are josh doesn't care how much money he's wasted on this passion <laughs> you know what i mean and that's cool <laughs> and, and that's cool because none of it's wasted yeah. like you enjoy the passion yeah. like and so i but then again do you gonna get the money you gonna sell some ads some ads for, no, uh, that, pills? no probably not <laughs> probably not like i keep thinking about it i had a real like thought conversation like man you know i should probably after i get past a certain episode i'm gonna start doing that but the more i think about it like do i want to listen to a show that has a bunch of ads on it no No. but like the ads will get me to other people so then maybe people would listen but like the money is not why i'm doing it so here's a good question for you right so how you gonna take my chair (laughs) now it's a good question mine's in the mines don't look as cool as yours (laughs) Um, so but do it feel comfortable in that space if you're not grinding for that top spot because those are the rules of the game yeah so it's like we were playing uh marvel superheroes right yeah Say you decide to keep bringing your partner in over and over again. Mm. That's in the game. Totally legal. It's a part of the game. Yeah. I might have a harder time winning. I lost, by the way. <laughs> and he didn't even do that. But, uh, <laughs> it might have a harder time winning if you don't play by those rules. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Like, do you do you feel like, man, I have to play by these rules of the game? Or am I just being an anarchist? by not doing it i like doing it the way i'm doing it i've looked and i've researched and all this other stuff and the way i'm doing it i feel like maybe one day the right person to come around and to get to the other people but i don't ever think i want to just hand somebody some money 
to hopefully get some money back. Yeah. I want to hand somebody some kindness to hopefully get some kindness back. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's how I feel about the show, at least. You know, because like I go out and I meet all these people. And like, yeah, I'll, I'll be loud about hustling for the show. I'll be like, hey, you seem cool. You laughed at my joke. Come over here. You know what I mean? But that's just me getting more people in. But like, I don't fully expect people to, to go around and, and plaster my name everywhere. That would just make me feel like I'm something that I'm not. You know what gotcha, I mean? Gotcha. And so I think... What I'm doing right now is probably the best I can do, and I'm just going to probably keep doing that until the wheels fall off, man. Respect. 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 <laughs> so, you know, that, that's my little, I uh, guess we need a little sidetrack on my life. Thanks, Jay, for interviewing me, but let's get back into you. There'll be a couple more of those. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm having a good time, man. Um, but see, you uh, you do something that I, I similarly do. You perform. When I come on, this is Josh. I feel like I'm being my most authentic Josh, but I am putting on a little bit of performance. I am being more myself. Right. I'm not hiding behind anything. If it pops in my head, I'm literally shoving it out of my mouth. You know what I mean? You go on stage. How mm-hmm. is that? Um, Man. All right, you hear Michael <laughs> Jackson talk about it. You hear a lot of people talk about it. I don't know if everybody feels it, but when I feel it, when I go on stage, I see people in the crowd, but I don't see people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm really here to talk to you. I'm really here to put on a show. I'm here to entertain you. And I'm also here to 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 i said entertain put on a show and also here to get my voice hurt mm-hmm. yeah like so i'm saying something and even if it has to take this to that to say it we're gonna do that but i am here to entertain you i'm not unfocused on that so it's definitely a show it's more authentically me but it's like if you get a kid if you gave a kid a room and set a bunch of people around the room and let, gave them attention. Oh, they're gonna act crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? I would love to act crazy. Yeah. Are, you, are you serious? You're yeah. giving me a platform to just wild out? Okay, well, let's jump on the table. Why not? <laughs> Nobody's gonna stop me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these people came out to see me do this, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, yeah. man. So, does it do the same thing when you're like recording? You mentioned when you said you were recording, you kind of just shh, turn it off, man. So, uh, like, do you remember every aspect of that show, or you just get on stage and. <laughs> no, I don't remember every aspect. I, I really don't remember. I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember it. Like, I know what happened, but it's all in the moment. Like, if I talk to somebody or I focus in on one person, I don't know. Something about their energy gave me back energy, mm-hmm. and I felt it. And I seen, like, so now I'm speaking directly to that person. Mm. It, it's unexplainable. <laughs> but when you're in the booth, you still zone out, but I'm only zoning out on I Personally, I'm only zoning out on ideas and thoughts. Now, I know people, uh, this one guy, uh, he recorded... I can't think of his name right now. Of course I wouldn't. But um, G, his name was G. And, like, he got in the booth and he was rapping. And I guess what was going through his mind, and this is my, uh, this is what I'm assuming that was going through his mind, was all the emotional things that was going on in his life. And, you know what I mean? He, he shed some tears right there. Yeah. You know, I blank out on concepts because I'm not that emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be, but I'm, I'm more so an idea person. Yeah. So... I'll think it through. And even when I'm emotional, I'm emotional about an idea. So principle matter. So like, if you made me mad, I'm mad at the fact that you made me mad. It's <laughs> really stupid. But he was so into his feelings about this record and about his life at the same time that he shed tears. And I was like, like, because everybody got something, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody got that twinkle. And I was like, man, I wish I could do that. Like, yeah. The closest I came was... uh this song called Love Me and this um and the Midnight Song. Mm-hmm. That's the closest I came to like being in that pocket. But, yeah. Like to channel that, that's huge. So you think every time he records he can channel that and just really get inside the moment? Mm-mm. Yeah, that no, was no. just like once in a that's the special yeah. time. Yeah. But but it's like it's like Super Saiyan level three. Like or let's say three, because only Goku reached three. But it's like Super Saiyan level two. It's like No, forget. It's like Super Saiyan. Yeah. It took forever to get there. But yeah. once we got there, it's like, hey, yellow hair? Yeah. Black hair. Yeah. Yellow hair? Black hair. Like, once you channel it the first time, it's way simpler to channel it again. Yeah. But yeah, so. I got you, man. I it becomes you. a tool in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah, man. I got you. That's that's just fascinating, man. You know, I... Cause like everybody, like you said, everybody has their little like sparkle, you know. And I see that when I when I talk to people and when I when you know again listen to the music, you know, I I will fall in love with the track if I hear that passion, you know. Depending on the genre or whatever, like you like I like when people like like when they're singing a note and you could hear it, you could hear like their soul. You're just like, oh my god, like something was going on with that dude or that lady when they recorded that, and you feel it, and like I will point that out and be like that. This song, I, I just, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's It's like magic, man. It's like Yo, magic. To build on that, right? And it's on a tangent, but to build on that, it, uh, I think of Frank Ocean. Um, 
uh, that a tornado blew around my mm. room. There's an original recording that I had of that uh-huh. that is not as clean as the one that was on the radio. Yeah. It felt much better. It wasn't as pristine. Yeah. But like the vocals wasn't as clean. It was muddier, but you felt it. It's mm-hmm. a whole different feeling. Like you, you listen and you're like, yeah. Yeah, man. All right, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely man. dig that. Yeah, it's like, uh, like with, like, I listen to a lot of punk music, and, like, you'll hear the guys, like, literally, like, will, like, scream something, and they, you know, that they were in wherever they were, some gas station parking lot, writing that down, and then when they got to say that in front of somebody, they got to let out something that was bothering them for so long and you that you feel the catharsis that they get from that moment and it's recorded for all time yeah that dude whatever whatever y'all every time i hear it i'm like oh that was it yeah that's what i'm talking about (laughs) he meant that right Right there there, right there (laughs) (laughs) it's just fascinating man it's absolutely fascinating so how do you deal with like nerves before you go on because i still get nervous sometimes i'm sitting there talking to jay i knew it was not gonna be an issue and i'm still like uh you know what i mean (laughs) don't yeah i don't deal with nerves um i get nervous yeah all the time all the time. Um, and then I just go do what I'm nervous about. <laughs> That's, it's that simple. If I, I'm nervous. I got to walk through a door. All right. Well, guess I'm walking through the door. I'm yep. be nervous doing it, but <laughs> got to do it. And like, that's how I do it. Um, because I think um, this happened in high school. But uh, I'm going to tell you a weird fear of mine, too. Yeah. Um, but this happened in high school. We went to uh, Great America, Six Flags, because I was the closest thing. Because I used to, I'm from up north, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, go Bucks, go Packers. Um, but we got on these rides, right? And we hadn't rolled roller coasters. We was young, we were kids. We was like, man, we don't really do roller coasters. This is the only theme park we had, and mm-hmm. we just got some money to go here. All right, we riding every roller coaster in the front row. <laughs> that's what we doing? Yeah, that's what we doing. All right, that's what we doing. We went on every roller coaster in the front row, scared out our minds. Yeah nervous like yo today might be the day bro this ride might be the ride bro it's, it's over you've seen final destination right it's over but you know and that's and i took that lesson and yeah nervous or not because i was nervous coming here you enjoy uh roller coasters now man uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no uh, matter what wait wait not no matter what okay <laughs> so i got older and got a little smarter because mm. i was an idiot but it was six flags so it was safer but them, some of them um, rides that be at those carnivals. Oh yeah, the ones no, that, nope. yeah, 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 no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> you know, you see him butt, bolt slowly roll out. You're <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not getting on that. I'm not, yeah. bro. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not scared of the ride. Yeah, I'm scared of the fact that I don't know when the last time they make this. Mm-hmm. I, last time I got on a ride, it was clank, clank, mm-hmm. clank, clank. I was like, um, they don't, they don't do that at, at Disney World, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. What you got going on? Because they pay somebody. It's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, same thing with me, man. I'll go, like, I, I'm, I will get on any ride, or whatever. And but then we go. To the fair and like i'm not getting on the ferris wheel i'm not getting on the ferris wheel i no way i'm getting on the ferris wheel it's slow and it breaks down all the time mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be the dude who's gotta spend up night all the way up there with this rickety anyway yeah <laughs> y'all wrote this y'all wrote this six miles y'all been riding this up and down in the u.s and mm-hmm. you want me to get all the way up there no uh-uh that's Mm-mm. not happening uh-uh. the rides break down at the theme parks and they don't move yeah they ain't moved in decades <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just rattle that down 95 and i've driven down 95 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there. my car can't stand there <laughs> so what kind of places have you performed at man um oh man everywhere um uh, well not everywhere but every a lot of places from here to wisconsin so cincinnati of course all over wisconsin um ohio uh indiana um florida miami well miami is florida so florida a bunch of places in florida a bunch of places in georgia I haven't gone to the East Coast yet. Well, I am on the East Coast, but I haven't gone to the Upper East Coast yet. Yeah, um, I had an opportunity to open up for Joe Budden one time, but um, I had to work, so that sucked. Um, and then um, I never been to the West Coast. Now I was supposed to go to the West Coast last year, but coronavirus hit. Yeah, and then they went this year, but I couldn't get any days off, so they just went to go perform at the West Coast. Um, like a week ago? Last week. Oh, wow. Week? Or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. Well, have you... You said you, you had opportunities. Have you ever opened for anybody cool? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people. Slim Thug, uh, Waka Flocka. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people. I don't... Twista. I don't know. There's a, there's a bunch of people yeah. that we opened up for. Um, like how, does that, how does that happen? How do you open it up for Twista, man? How, just knowing people? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or they book you for a show and they just happen to be there. Yeah. Um, if I'd have went, well, I actually, I opted not to perform, but I, we was going to open up for Trillville. Um, I sent somebody, well, me and my guy, uh, Hustle Crew, shout out on my partner, Temp, and then, um, my team in, um, Atlanta, True Fam, radio show and True Fam, they, uh, did a show in Cincinnati, Ohio and Milwaukee, Wisconsin last weekend. 
with uh, Trillville, and they opened up for them. Um, yeah. And I, I would have been able to open up for them, but actually, I opted out the show. But we did send somebody from Savannah to go do that performance, so that went well. That's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. So is that like a much bigger crowd because it's a much bigger name? Um, no, nah, I mean no. I mean, cause I done uh, like like sometimes, yeah, no. Like mm-hmm. you never you never know with those things. Like uh, it's like going to see a performance. Like I went to go see Lupe at um the rave, and it was a big crowd. Yeah. But then I went to go see like um. You know, you see big artists at clubs, and, and they're smaller crowds. Yeah. But then you can go to a, a festival, and there's plenty of people there, and they're, they're not, like, name uh, name artists, mm. but they still put on a great show. So I I think some of my biggest crowds was, like, I opened up for Juneteenth uh, in Milwaukee. I did a couple festivals. Yeah. And those was really cool. And it wasn't really no big name artist is there but the crowd was huge you yeah. know what i mean that's awesome yeah so. what's it like performing for all those people man a festival bro <laughs> i've been to several festivals oh, yeah. um, oh my god it's too many people <laughs> you don't you, you just go on and do your thing yeah. and you get off like yeah like but um like they're not the hugest festival we're not talking about smoking loud yeah Even though i would like to go smoking loud smoking loud people hey man <laughs> but um, it were like um local festivals, so there's still a lot of people. It's kind of like you ever be downtown, yeah, and the the whole crowd is there while people are performing, yeah, yeah. Or like um, they do the jazz festival here every year. Mm-hmm. That was big. Um, that was that was one. It was really big. But um, there's but it's still a huge crowd. I don't know. You just you just go up there. <laughs> same you do, as, yeah. You do your thing. Now I will argue the fact that um, I'm too conscious. Yeah. So like, I'll go out there and I'll perform, and I'll perform a song, and I'm like, "Man, this song is dope. This is deep." But you know, kids gonna be in the crowd, and I know, I get it. You know, kids listen to whatever nowadays. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know if I should pour on that song. I I got the edited version. We're gonna do the edited version, bro. You can cuss. I know, but I know, and it ain't like it bothers me. Like, cause if these was this is my kids, I'd be like, "Yo, you know what I mean?" I I just do it. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I got you. <laughs> but that's the only that's the only problem I have. But then I get up there and do the show and it's whatever. <laughs> it's a fun question. Have you ever bombed? Have you ever like fully? Oh. <laughs> all the time no yeah. no no, no. Uh, when i started i did a lot um yeah. i would forget words um i would forget words i would forget um i would mess up i haven't failed yet yeah but even if i did fall i'd just get back up like beyonce yeah um like i don't know i never did nothing too dramatic will it hurt um but i've bombed a couple times especially when i started but that that goes from not practicing that goes from um and see this is where like i don't know what is it? Longevity? I don't know what the word is. Uh, just knowing the game. That goes into not practicing. That goes into not knowing your your material. That is not having the experience to know where you can move and not move. So once that stopped being a problem, like yeah. I can see the room. It's like it's not that hard. Yeah. But back when I started, I bombed. And um, a friend of mine, he just did a show in Atlanta um, a couple weeks ago. Like three, three, I think it was last month. It was recently though. And uh, he called me. He's like, man, I bombed, bro. And I was like, because at first he called me, he's like, man, I got bad news. I was like, dude, I told you to go. You didn't go? He's yeah. like, no, I did go. I was like, oh, what's, what's the bad news? Man, I bombed. Okay, so what? But you, you still went. You, you, you did the performance, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got up on stage? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck it. You gonna bomb. <laughs> Do better next time. There you go. I guess use it as an experience. I guess that's how you deal with it. You're like, okay, I may have messed this up, but next time I know yeah. when I do that, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> but, but not getting up on there? Not yeah. going? Oh, no, that would have been a problem. Now we would have, I would have been like, dude. Yeah, Man, what's wrong with you? But you you did everything. You just you just fucked up. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Practice. <laughs> get better at it. Yeah. Get better. <laughs> Do better next time. It's cool. <laughs> so what is it about music that keeps you going with it, man? Cause you've been doing it for a while now. Uh, being open. Yeah. Um, exploring thoughts. So ex- mostly exploring thoughts. That's the most thing. That's just the funnest thing about music to me. Exploring thoughts and putting words together. Like that is the coolest part about it to me. Um listening to something I created and be like, yo, that that was kinda that was kinda dope. I mean, you know, nobody else got like, oh, that was kinda dope. So that's the one thing. Like so when I'm writing words, you writing you if you sit down and you write for long enough, mm-hmm. even when you write like the podcast, mm-hmm. if you sit and write, you're thinking. And yeah. as you sit and think, there's no way here's my thing. Um like there's no way you can expound on massive ideas if you spit sit with the thoughts for a long time. And sometimes, like, artists say it's therapeutic, and that's where they leave it. So I'll try to dive a little deeper in that. I assume it's therapeutic because you're sitting with yourself for this amount of time. All you have is you, your thoughts, your ideas, and your uh, pre-suppositions. 
<laughs> so you have all those piled up, right? And you have to align in new ideas. Then you have to align those new ideas to a beat. Then you have to align those new ideas to a beat and a concept that people can understand. Now, if you really get fun with it, you double and tundra it or triple and tundra it. So, mm-hmm. like, you said an idea that also is saying this idea at the exact same time you said that idea. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. It's super fun. So that's, <laughs> I, and I know I'm going to that, but like, that's the thing yeah. that drives me about music is like, and it's like, it's so many tools to play with and it's so many ways you can go. Um, I enjoy, like, usually when I write a song or something, especially if I'm just rapping for the sake of rapping, like, I'm just, I just want to rap right now. So this is just going to be words and funniness and whatever I can yeah. think of. Yeah. I put a line in there that has to do with another line that's back here. You won't get it. Like when I said that, um, it's a song I was working on when you had, um, quest of the beast King. I can't forget his real Digimon name, right? <laughs> but there's a line I got. Um, it goes, uh, it goes, Jay, the wordsmith, the black of is manifested this tactical weapon that monsters rep. I'm a digi destin. right? <laughs> so like the way I wrote that was like, Jay, the wordsmith. So wordsmith. I'm working with words. I'm building with words. And then Hephaestus, he's the god of building weapons, mm-hmm. this tactical weapon. You know, put all that together. That monster's rep. I'm a digidestin. Like, all that is talking about just the fact that, hey, man, I rap. Yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. all, that's what it was talking about. But in all that little stuff, you get a little nuances of personality and stuff. Hey, oh, monster's rep. I'm a digidestin. Well, who fights for the Digidestins? The monsters. Oh, they ripped them. All right, cool. So then we go back to like, uh, all right, J- the wordsmith. And I'm building words, this tactical weapon. We use this as a force to build through and push through our ideas. And these are weapons. So like, you know, it's, yeah. it's the play. It's, yeah. it's I love that, man. I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Because like, remember we were talking about that little bit of spark, man. Yeah. That. That's what you're doing right there. As you explain every little piece of that puzzle that you just put together in front of me, I'm just seeing it. I'm just like... That's what keeps them going. Yeah, that's yeah, what keeps that's them what going. It is. And that's what happens when I talk to anybody about anything they're passionate about, which is why I ask, what are you passionate about when I do these uh, interviews? Because that is what I'm here for. That right there, that's awesome. I Thank love you. that, man. I love that. So what we got coming up down the line, man? Future plans, anything new, exciting we can look at? You said an album. Yeah, I got the album coming out. Um, I'm still, uh, well, album, Conversations with Strangers. That is going to be up as soon as um, this thing lets me download it. Um, working like, Within days? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, yeah, I just put it out. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I put it out, I'll, I'll text you. Um, I'll tell the you and let you know I put it out. But I'm just putting it out. Um, I usually do that. I used to have, uh, I usually just drop, just, hey, I got it together. Let's just do it. <laughs> and I've been saying I was going to do it for longest. And um, a lot of my friends are dropping projects, and I'm on the projects, and, and they be like, "Dude, when are you gonna drop your project? It's been done." And I'd be like, "Eh, I don't know, I will." <laughs> and so I just like sat down and started doing it, but now it's taking time to download. But that's besides fun on a tangent. Uh, the new album is "Conversations with Strangers." The idea behind it is the i uh, the thoughts and conversations we have with each other that builds us to where we go and expands our minds and that's the idea and so the layer of it it starts as and it's a lot of songs i put 19 but hey people are getting back to 19 now that's another reason why i probably didn't drop it too people are complaining you got more than eight songs on there yes that's the album okay that's why all right i'm not gonna cheat people okay (laughs) jerk no (laughs) but uh, i'm totally cool with eight Eight songs, don't don't diss me. But um, yeah, so that so that's coming out. It's gonna be fun. Um, I got another project coming out right after that one, um, uh, with a friend of mine called uh Brothers in Arts. And then after that, I have another project coming out. It's called um, what is that one called? Now I have another one. I'm gonna talk about it real quick. But after this, but um, the other project is called uh Journey to the Great Nowhere, and yeah, and then the uh, project I I have a project on hold that's done, um, but I didn't like the title, but I love the title. Um, so <laughs> what you mean you didn't like what because <laughs> the title is risky and when i originally made the title and put the because the project this project's been done it was supposed to come out before the one that's coming out but yeah the title and i don't want to change the title mm. so that's why i'm not putting it out I, as of right now the title is it's not too raunchy don't worry You're it's good. called um com, um not conversation it's called suicide king uh-huh. A love story by Jay Bars. The reason why it's called Suicide King, before anybody judge, right? The reason why it's called Suicide King is because the King of Hearts, which is the King of Love or whatever in my mind, I don't know. He's the only uh, king on the cards with a sword in his head. Everybody yeah. has a sword straight up. He has a sword in his head. It's like, you know, we we sabotage ourselves in love a lot of times, right? Yeah. So, but I didn't like the word suicide because when I put Suicide King that following year, when I probably finished it, 
it was a lot of suicide. And I was like, oh, no, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. And they, that won't get the concept, and I won't get a chance to talk about the reason why I did it before they go. So we'll just wait until the time is right. But, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> but you're not going to change the name. You're going to leave it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to wait until the opportune, opportune time. Because the name has nothing to do with, like, sometimes we put a lot into words. And it's important. We should because words matter. But sometimes we put words a lot into words that aren't there. And that's fine. That leads to conversations. Yeah. That leads to understanding. That leads to building. But when somebody already has a negative connotation with a word mm-hmm. on certain levels, then it's just bad. Mm-hmm. And there's no amount of what you could say that can change that. And that's that is something that I combat, but it's also something that is real. Yeah. Like, I can't deny that that's real. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to lose a, a good example. Like, um... I don't know. I can't think of a good example. What if you just own it? There's that group out there that I keep hearing the kids talk about, Suicide Boys or whatever. (laughs) That's their name. They own that. People don't immediately think, oh, I'm going to go commit this act because of this band. They're just like, oh, that's the name. They just deal with it. What if you just own it? Just own it. You're right. You know what you have to say, man. And you know what? I'm I'm with that. I'm totally with that. I I might just do that. Yeah. I might just do that. (laughs) Like I said, the only reason why it's a little shaky is because like that idea and like I said, I think too much. Sometimes I do think too much and I know I overthink. I don't try to. It's just me. So, I don't know. I will put it out. But I have... Okay, this is what I'm saying. I am put it, took it back because if I put something like that out, I can't just drop something like that. It has to be put out and explained mm-hmm. at the same time. I can't expect people to understand that. And they have to... So, to own it, you have to be able to stand in it. Mm-hmm. So, if I put out something then um I am not able to explain it, then I can't... I can't justify why people feel the way they feel. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. Yeah. So that's okay. And all those negative connotations they had without no explanation, they have a right to every piece of that. Yeah. And but I'm not the one that want to make someone feel bad. So if I put it out, it has to be put out in a way that I can explain it first. You'll figure it out. Yeah. I got faith in you. Yeah. You just gotta quit <laughs> overthinking it to be more authentic, and you'll figure it out, man. Yeah. You worry about it too much. You one of those people who worry about stuff. I don't even be worried. I just be like, let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so you also you have a, a side side hustle called Mischief Maker Creations. Yeah. So what is that about? Uh. So I started drawing um, comic books and all that stuff, and uh, I got into graphic design. And so it's graphic design. I went to school for um, public relations and strategic communication. So it's graphic design and art and creating for people. So um, I design stuff for people. I do videos, music videos, um, commercials, photo- photography, um, pretty much any media. Yeah. Any media I do for uh, clients. And um, the reason why I call it Mischief Makers is because we out here creating mischief, man. That's what artists is doing. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like you just do it all, man. You already got the rap side of it. Now you're trying to do the all of this other side. What what inspires you to to like dive into the upper uh, other side of the Cause of I this think, whole thing? I think the whole thing about it is for me is just enjoying creativity. Yeah. Like I don't think like if you ask me, all of it's one. Yeah. Right. You you you're drawing your art, your graphic design, all of it's art. Yeah, all of its um creation. Yeah, you're taking what you have in front of you and creating it. So honestly, it just leads one into leads into the other. So like doing a podcast, you understand sound, mm-hmm. right? So if necessary, you could understand how to bring levels. After a while, you'll know EQ. Yeah, you'll know how vocals work. So it's nothing stopping you from engineering a po- a podcast or a television show. Yeah, or music. Yeah, it's it it ends up being the same field if you paying it like if you like looking into it it's all the same field it's mm-hmm. all the same tools photoshop is a different daw um well not sound but it's a different system but it's no it's not that much different from pro tools mm-hmm. or recording pro. Yeah. yeah i got you man so you're just trying to dabble in whatever you can get your hands on uh, <laughs> and it does sound like that but it, it, it was times and periods of it like i will say that it's times and periods so that comes from being an artist too but comic books so i had to um Learn how to draw. So I learned the skill. Yeah. I pocket the skill. Um, when I started doing music, um, there wasn't a lot of people doing graphic designs. And there wasn't a lot of people doing graphic designs that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to do that. Yeah. Skill. So just all these skills over time just ended up compiling itself. So when I went to school, it was like, well, I got to go to school. I have all these talent, these skills, and I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Public relations, mass communications tells you that, hey- you need all these skills. Yeah. 
that's that's the job. Like, so if you run in, I don't know, I don't know if it happened, but like if you're producing a TV show, mm-hmm. you have to know how to put up the graphics. You have to know to push the graphics. You know how to know what the graphics entail, video, sound, boom. Yeah. <laughs> so. so is all this stuff self-taught, man? Um, necessity because it sounds like you were just like you know what man i don't like the way you're doing it what if i give it a shot <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a lot of it was self-taught but it was more so out of the necessity of uh what is the word when you don't got necessity lack it, a lack of necessity no lack, it's a necessity <laughs> out of not being able to get it like it wasn't cats like doing graphics like yeah. that and it wasn't so and it came from just being able to i guess mm-hmm. i don't know that's a good question that's, <laughs> that's what i'm here for man with the questions. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good question um i think it, it but it all wasn't self-taught a lot of it was self-taught but um school helped a lot um life helped a lot but mm-hmm. it came to the point where i thought oh, that's a really good question i don't know <laughs> i don't know that I, I don't think i know i i think uh and let me i, I want to answer it like from the the top of my knowledge as of right now i would say it came from needing to do something or wanting to do something and not having an outlet and that's what we do i think that's more so what it is mm-hmm. it's like if you like i was actually having a conversation with my friends the other day and i was pitching them an idea and they were pitching me problems and i said i don't need problems i need solutions yeah it's I don't care how we get it done. Let's find a way to get it done. Just yeah. a solution. <laughs> so if you got a negative to my positive, then give me an answer to my negative, my positive to make it positive. Yeah. Then, yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. I got you. So, man. I got you. So which do you prefer? Do you prefer being like behind the camera? Do you prefer like this other back, back room type stuff? Or do you prefer like being on stage? Like, is there, or do you just want to do it all? Uh, no, no, I don't definitely want to <laughs> do it all. Um, I prefer to create, and I want people to know, uh, to see my creations. I mean, we're poets or we're artists. We want people to see it. So, yeah, I want people to see. I don't know if I want to be in the front, though. I'm not yeah. a front guy. Yeah. Um, I prefer behind the camera because I'm just not a front person. Mm. I'm a great teammate, but I'm, I'm not the guy. You know? <laughs> um, I'll be wanting to be, but then I'll be like, no. Yeah. I don't want to do all that. Well, everybody wants to be the guy, but, you know, there's always the guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I respect the guy to the utmost. The person that has to say to walk outside and everybody knows who that is. Uh-huh. Like, I like, I, I help create that. I, yeah. I help make that happen. Yeah. But to have to actually deal with people saying, hey, you did this, man. That was amazing, yo. And having that conversation is like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with my hands, bro. Like, <laughs> thank you. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. It's love. <laughs> well, we're only as good as the team that's behind us. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, without without people like you, um, with you know, and without the guy, and without you know, working together, people won't put out half this stuff. You see a huge artist on stage. You see, you mentioned earlier, you see Beyonce. It's not just her. Yeah. she's fantastic. But it's not just her. She got a huge crew of everyone, and she might have some ideas. She might have this. She might that. She might have a lot of control, but she's not doing it all. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? And without that team, she would not be who she is today. Most definitely. Without that. And so that there's a lot of people, that, everyone out there, I think Bill at work, he told me, he said, everybody, everybody thinks they're a shortstop. You're not. <laughs> You're not. Everybody thinks they can run the show, and they can do this, and they can do that, and they just, they just can't. But... They have just in the game of baseball, you know, you gotta have somebody who's good at this and good at this and good at this. That way we can all win. Yeah. Because that shortstop can't hit the damn ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so he told me that the other day and I was like, Ooh, that's gonna stick right there. That's gonna that's, stick. That's a gym. Yeah, that's, that's a gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a man who has so many different side projects. We're just gonna keep rattling them off. Right now we got Crew Cafe. Now, what is that? All right, so Crew Cafe is the name of our studio. We're yeah. Hustle Crew. Yeah. Um, we're a group, um, we're a team. And but Crew Cafe is just what we named the studio because yeah. it was a cool it was a cool name Crew Cafe and um, we put together a lot of different things and this is before and we just thought Crew Cafe was cool. So, so what, what does that mean? What do you have here? Oh, um, it's a studio. Yeah. So what is it? What does the studio mean? Now you anyone can say they have a studio. I technically have a studio. Oh, but what oh okay. That for you. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's a, um like I said we got a building over um uh off the street I said before Forest Park and then um. <laughs> Basically, we have the room where it's two recording rooms. Uh-huh. Um, my man, is, he mostly does music recording. I mm-hmm. got a couple specific clients, but I don't really do music recording. Um, I do videography, editing, and all that stuff. I let I leave the engineering more so to him because okay. it's more his passion than mine. Um, the other ones I'm really good at, and I like that. 
And then we have a front room where we do photography, videography, and some podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's what it what we mostly entails. We help artists, we build artists. If you need us to, to our services, we're here. If you need a plan, mm-hmm. we're here. If you need direction, advertisement, whatever the case may be, we're a pref- plethora of knowledge because we remember when a time where there was no knowledge. So, yeah. game is free. Um, if you need a team, you can hire us. But the game is pretty much we'll let you know what we let you know as long as we can let you know it and pay the bills. <laughs> that, that matters. So, like, well, so for people to like use this space, they would just like call you guys and like rent it out, mm-hmm. or like for like a certain amount of time, like say I want to just record a couple songs, would I just like email you guys and be like, hey, I need like three four hours of studio time, and that's that's it. Yeah, we'll that's show it. up. We'll tell you the price, and we'll show you yeah. show up, and we'll be ready to go. Or if you got need a photo shoot or a video shoot, you uh-huh. tell us where we need to be, and we'll we will be there. So, what's the clientele like for like for people like that? Is it like a constant? Is it like a certain subset of people that are just like you know? Mm, oh no, it's constant. Especially um, oh, it, I I have to. So that's one of the reasons why I work with like three studios. You have to turn away clients because mm. I just don't have enough time yeah. to do them. Um, but no, there's a lot of people doing a lot of things. They need good people that's willing to work with them. Um, it's opportunities everywhere. Like, especially when it comes to like, you, so you got wedding photography, you got um, just regular photography, you got artists that need uh, pics, you got LinkedIn, face shot, uh, headshots, all kinds of work, music videos, yeah, podcasts. It's so much work, and every city is so talented. And every city doesn't know how talented it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every, city, every city be like, "Yeah, man, it's just it's just not here." And I just be like, "Not nah, is it is it is." Yeah, I mean, we used to say the same thing when we were kids when I was younger too. And then you go out and say like, "No, everybody says that everywhere." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's plenty of stuff here. <laughs> well, also we're in Scantown, man. You yeah, know, yeah, all the art artists like to come here anyway because they got to go to that big expensive stupid school. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it is, and it's it's just. It's like the blob. Just I'm gonna take this house and this, this, mm-hmm. and this. It just eventually has the whole, <laughs> so has the whole city, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But that's really cool. That the service that you guys will offer, mm-hmm. you know, like so basically, like if there's just people out there, like they just have an idea. Is this just a way, like a platform to get it get it across? Because this equipment that we're sitting in front of right now, like I don't got nothing crazy, but it's not cheap. Not anybody. So is it is it is it kind of for that for people who are like maybe they want to go in this direction? Like maybe I want to start a podcast. But I ain't got the scratch for that, but I got an idea that I, yeah. I think I could do it. So they would call you and then get the spot for it? It's both. Yep. Um, sometimes we work with more um, with people that have been in it for a while. Sometimes I work with brand new people. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the idea is to have the good equipment, the equipment that they can use, um, equipment that they can get their idea off and see if this is what it's for for them. Or it's a place where they grow, right? So we're always growing. Mm-hmm. And artists grow as well. So either they're going to grow faster than us or they're going to grow slower than us. Either way it goes, they need this stepping stone to get to that stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And it'll always be the case. Um, if if an artist started, um, I don't know, if an artist started doing music and they're going to start at the recording studio, if they get bigger than the recording studio, they might go somewhere else, right? Yeah. Because they need to, right? So we grow. Because of the experience with that artist will grow, and then we'll grab that or uh, so another artist will come along, and the same thing. It's just the process. Just like of you, growing. with everything that you've learned throughout time, you just put it in your bag of tricks. Yeah, you, know you just keep That's growing. what the studio does. It yeah, keeps like okay, well, it we got this keep... guy here. We're gonna get the next guy here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, I like yeah. that, man. I like that. So you keep saying equipment. What kind of equipment we got? Something crazy? Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I won't call it crazy. Uh, <laughs> we got we 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 are some uh, we got some pretty nice stuff. Um, my man's just do it. Bought a new mic. I'm not. I'm the nerd guy, but I'm not like the, the tech guy. The tech. I'm techie, but not techie. Like I can tell you all the reasons why I'm about to buy what I'm about to buy. Yeah. But as soon as I bought it, I forgot everything. <laughs> I just knew <laughs> that after the research all aligned, the price and the research worked. It's good. Mm. So we got like uh, I think we got kind of like a like this setup mics um for like the podcast, but we also have studio mics. Um, we work out of a mixer board. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty pretty decent studio. I don't know how to explain everything. We got lights. Um, if it was night and you needed a video shot, I could light the block up. Mm-hmm. So and make it just look. I got you. That's yeah. cool, man. That's cool. I didn't realize that because I I knew you had a studio, but I didn't realize that you also had like the photography section. Yeah. of it and stuff like that. And that's that's a whole different yeah. ball game. You know, that's another thing that you guys can offer. You know what I mean? Like you said, just keep it keep it moving. Um, one of my questions though is like, is that safe? You got all this equipment. Like my equipment's in my house. 
and I have locks and keys to this house, but you're just over there. Like, what if I just come over now? I know you got a studio, and I know it's over there by CZ's, and I bust the place up, man. Is it oh, like? Oh no, we, <laughs> we ain't, ain't worried. You know, what about yeah. people coming in and renting the space? Like, oh, we're gonna re- we're gonna record a podcast. You guys are like, oh, they're recording a co- podcast. That's fine. You come in there, and they broke some chairs. They got signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah we're not worried, but we're not worried about the other part. I mean, we don't want no trouble, but you yeah. know. You know, we can help them find it, but because like, <laughs> you got to protect yourself, and that, and you know what, I'm on a tangent. That is the weirdest thing, um, and I know it's true, but it's just so weird when people are like, "Hey, you starting up a business? Yeah, how are you gonna protect yourself? Like, what? Mm-hmm. That's the world we live in. That's the world we live in. <laughs> That's the first thing I ever think of. Is like, because it's just so scary out there, man. You know. But the, the exact answer is the reason why we have a studio, though. Yeah. because, um, like I find it brave the other way. <laughs> you have it in your house. Like, yeah. I find this extremely more brave than what we're doing. I like I, to think it's stupid as hell because I literally <laughs> let people into my home where I live. And then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm with it. I, I, I think it's, but that would be scarier for me that way than the other way. Like, <laughs> I, I lose, lose the computer maybe, you know, I get in trouble, whatever. Nah. But you, you like, now nah, I got to deal with the person. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're way more braver than I am. <laughs> well, have you ever had to deal with like problem people? Like, say they come in and just like maybe they had a dream they're gonna make the next hit, and it's not working out for them, and then they start throwing a tangent. Like, like <laughs> I, ter- I personally have it. Uh, I personally have. It. I find on trust. I go off trust because that's all we got. <laughs> that is literally all we got. Yeah, I was telling my sister she came into my house and she locked the door, and I was like, ah. Uh, Security is illusion. Anybody can just knock that door down. And yeah. We're just goners. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's just over. Like, you know, so, like, build off trust. Um, Try to work with people that I trust and want to, like, integrity. Like, that's all we have is people. Mm-hmm. Like, all we have. Not not a political thing, but I read this um thing by, uh, what is that guy named? Socrates, mm-hmm. right? And when he went to go kill himself, um, he said that... He had to go to court and he had to, he couldn't run away because we need the system. Yes, the system can be flawed, but the government and the systems it works in, we have to respect that. So Mm -hmm. when he got uh, persecuted and was going to go get killed for the thing, for thinking, basically, and talking about thoughts, he basically said that he has to respect that because we need that system. And so as one thing corporations and big companies get is they have to have some way of trust to at least get it done. They can fight later, but the trust is going to get them to the next level. Mm-hmm. And at lower levels, we got to do that too. Like there's plenty of opportunity in the world. The hardest part is working together. Yeah. That is the hardest thing. Yeah, so, man. I have to leave from a place for trust. <laughs> That's a good outlook, man. That's a good outlook. It's not a good outlook, what you said earlier, where anyone can just bust this door down and, and kill us all. Security I mean, is just an illusion and all that stuff. Yeah, I'll yeah. be thinking about that tonight when I'm sitting <laughs> in my house. Like, you know, he's right. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Maybe I should change my whole system I got going on right now. But, you know. <laughs> no, 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 most definitely not. But no, the other part, I really job with. You, faith. You yeah. also got to have yeah. faith. <laughs> 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 oh man that's fantastic that's fantastic um well we were actually getting close to our hour man so what all we'll right, do is cool. we'll start uh wrapping it up i have some all these other questions but you know i, I think we nailed the what we wanted to get across but just, right. like you just being genuine man i like this version <laughs> of jay man i like this man you know i see you at work all the time you just look so tired like i just want to like take a nap bro <laughs> i've been needing a nap i've been needing one so um let's uh let's plug all that stuff so that way you can get out of that job so let's see what you got man what you got coming up um basically uh jay jay bars um i got a link tree check me out on instagram jay bars 109 at um at jay bars 109 and you can email me at jaebars109 at gmail.com. Uh, the website is currently down because I am moving to another website. So there's that. But outside of that, I'm very reachable. Instagram, DM me. Uh, Twitter, I don't know if it's DM me, but that too. And um, yeah, check me out. Uh, check out. I will send you a bunch of stuff from all my friends and all the Justice League and, and, and Avengers and all that. And um. Yeah, man, and if and ask me questions because if you have a question and I don't have the answer, I definitely will send you to somebody else. I do that all day. Hey, I know a guy to do this. They know a guy to do that. Yeah. You should call him. <laughs> so that's literally what I I don't mind doing that either. That's how you bridge. I got you, man. I got you. That's more of that trust, man. You know what I mean? You trust these people to give them the right answer because if they don't, you look stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but shoot, I'd be like, yo, no, no, no. He gave you the wrong answer. So now 
you know the wrong answer. Yeah. Go find the right answer. <laughs> it's, it's like that simple. It's not that complicated. <laughs> oh, man. Well, at the beginning, I told you we were going to have some final questions. So my first final question for you right now is my favorite question to ask anyone. What is your favorite song right now? Not of all time, just today. My favorite song right now is still uh, Green Light by... <laughs> It's green light by uh uh dang I can't even think of Rod Wave uh-huh. I don't know why it's super gangster and I like the way he switched from being gangster and singing it's just super <laughs> and that's cool. just your song for the day yeah it's my song I got for the you day. man I got you and if I had a a, a, a part two it'll be Joyner Lucas's uh uh we gonna we get back together we gonna be all right. We're going to be okay or something like that. It's one of those three. <laughs> and that, that song is super cool. Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's, it's just really cool. You should play it. That's it's awesome, cool. man. That's awesome. What I like to do is I take that song and I put it on a playlist. Everyone who's been sitting in that chair or, or talking to me at all with this podcast, I've gotten their song. You know what? Day. I did know that. Yeah. Play the Journey Lucas one. A lot of people ain't heard that one. Yeah. It's really cool. All right. Definitely. I'll put that on there. Yeah. And I'll put it on the playlist. It's called Bitter and Jaded, the original motion picture soundtrack. And it's weird and terrible marcel's song is still probably the worst song on there he put the chicken wing beat i'm gonna slap him every time it comes on i'm just like bro every time he's like what i saw is good like i'm gonna kill you um (laughs) but definitely check it out i'll put it on there and uh your final question sir is uh so see we have something in common you keep kind of slightly bringing it up but you know you're you're this cool guy you got all this cool stuff but you're also a a dork like me man so my question for you is uh what's your favorite anime (laughs) and who's your favorite character my favorite anime, hands down, is Ranma One Half because it's a legacy anime yeah. to me. Uh, it was the dopest dope I ever smoked, <laughs> and it put me on this path for anime. And <laughs> it was so cool. And if, for those who don't know, Ranma One Half is about a boy who fell into a spring, and now he turns into a girl. And when he's hit with hot water, he turns into a, a boy. And when he's hit with cold water, he turns back into a girl again. It's funniest comic uh, <laughs> one ever. Uh, if you ever checked out the art style, is I think the art style is the same guy who did In Yuhasha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's it's cool, man. That's cool. You got a favorite anime character of all time? Krillin. Krillin. Hands Just, down. And all all anime Krillin. Krillin. <laughs> Krillin. Strongest human, coolest guy, Krillin. And and yes, that even that even this is the dude from Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> We're not even. I'm not even talking about get backers. None of that stuff. Krillin. Krillin. <laughs> Krillin would be all them cash. I like to answer these questions as well, because like I said, we're going to share share this moment and both be complete and absolute dorks. So my favorite anime, I like to think I bounce between all of them, but I always tell people it's Trigun, because it's just like, that intro was just that shredding guitar, and then it's sad, but then it's metal, and then he's funny, but then he'll blow a dude up, and it's just like, man, I don't know, there's something about that, and then my favorite of all time, my favorite character of all time, is tattooed on my arm, that's Hercule. I love uh, Hercule. Yeah. I love Hercule more than most people. I don't I don't know why there's something about him he's so stupid and goofy you know what i mean and i just i like anytime he's on screen i'm like boy <laughs> i'm gonna beat you up wait a minute you're powerful go go this <laughs> is so funny man it's so funny you know growing up watching wrestling as a kid and then getting a little bit older and seeing it in anime as well i'm just like that that is what I'm here yeah, for. Yeah. So, you know, and it, this tattoo was an issue. It's still an issue. People come to me all the time. Like, I don't want to talk to you. They're like, oh, my God, you like Dragon Ball? <laughs> like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I got work to do, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the Hercule one, that is pristine uniqueness. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I got it because I don't think cause everyone's probably, you know, it's, it's Hercule and Vegeta, the two best characters in anime history. But uh, the Hercule it, one was to kind of soften it. You know what I mean? Because who, who else has it? There's probably like, I don't know. There's probably a million people who's got. A million like Chads who go to the gym and they're trying to train to be like Goku or whatever, and they've got a Vegeta tattoo. But you know who's got Mister Satan? Just right. dorks. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> oh man! Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been good. I had a good time. Yeah, man. I did too. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. Fun. And if you're out there and you want to come on my show, please hit me up. I've got a website. It's www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com, or you can email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com. It goes directly to my phone. Jay's sitting in front of me, but you don't have to do that. You can. We can do it over anything. I just want to get people together and i just want to keep doing the show forever like literally i I can interview anybody at at any time so please hit me up because like i said this is my favorite thing i've ever done and i don't think i'll ever get rich from it but at least i'll meet the new friend (laughs) so i uh my outro i have completely changed it to musical musings musical musings no one ever uh give me any feedback if they like it or not but i like it so it's sticking around so what i do is i listen to music constantly constantly it is my favorite thing which is why i knew me and jay would hit it off um and uh, what I do is I take the I take the songs and I listen to them. I really listen to the lyrics. If something makes me laugh or 
or it makes me think, I'll write it down, or I'll put it in a different playlist, and I'll listen to it over and over and over. And I'm, earlier I mentioned uh, a song that I was that I played for eight to ten hours. It was by the same guy. His name's Richie Cunning. Um, that song was Pure Imagination. It was one of the first uh, musings that I put out. But, oh, my God, it's so good. But this is a different one. This is called One Dollar Wonder, and it's about being broke. And that's something that I understand in my heart. But this is actually a spoken word part that he has. And he says, uh, he says, man, shut your ass up talking about money changes people. I wish money would change me. Change me into a new pair of sneakers or something like that. And every time he says that, I just laugh and laugh. But that song is just really funny. And it's just like like hype and like loose. And it's just one of them good mood songs, man. And it came on, I think, yesterday. And I was like, yeah, I got one for you, Jay. Right. So I'll put that in there. So again, thanks for coming out to the show. I'm going to throw that on my playlist as well. And I will talk to you later, okay? All right, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah.